Welcome to Solid Sound Bites. My name is John Yost, and our special guest for this episode, Susan Gunz of Healing Hearts Ministry. Susan was a guest on my morning show at WBYN FM 107.5 in the Philadelphia region. All the links to our radio station and the links to Healing Hearts Ministry is right on the bottom of this podcast. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Susan Gunz of Healing Hearts Ministry. Good morning, Susan. How are you? Good morning. Great. How are you? Very good. You know, I realized uh, this morning when I was getting ready to call you, we've known each other for two decades already. Can you believe that? Well, I know you You had a big impact in, on my children's lives. Wow. And how old are Imagine. they now? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, you want to know, John. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's been a long time, and I have watched yeah. you and your husband, Harold, in some uh, amazing opportunities to share your love uh, as a parent. And uh, you have a ministry now called Healing Hearts. Would you share what you're doing? Okay. Um, Harold and I have fostered and adopted children. We have been doing it for at least 30 years in different capacities and different types of situations. Sometimes it's been very short-term. Sometimes it's uh, long-term that's turned into adoption. So We've just, you know, like you said, we've been around a while. Healing Hearts came as we prayed about how else we could help foster children and foster parents or adoptive parents to help them to be able to navigate the system, navigate their own feelings as they're doing this. We realized that we're getting too old to continue to adopt children, at least, although we continue to foster. Healing Hearts was a way that we thought that we could continue to minister without actually um, having children in our home all of the time. So we do have children and we are still in the throes of fostering and adoption. We really have a heart for people who have gone through it and maybe have been hurt by it, have either lost a child that you know has gone home and they've been grieving or maybe they have adopted a child and it hasn't turned out the way they had hoped. And so a very, um, you know, basically hurting heart and, and they need someone that understands to be able to talk to because there isn't uh, very many resources uh, in the area, at least, to help you through some of that grief. How long was the longest time you fostered a child? Well, I think we fostered well over two years and then had a child leave, you mean. Um, yeah. We've done that a couple of times. Uh, we did it about 20 years apart. Where we had a baby that came to live with us, and after two years of age, they were reunited with a family member, which you think is a great thing, and sometimes it is good, but sometimes it leaves you feeling very worried about them. You're not sure it's the right move, but it's out of your control, hmm. and so you have to let them go. And, and like I said, we did the same thing, basically the same age child. 20 years apart. And so um, we know what that's like as foster parents to um, give your heart to a child and to take care of them and to help them through some, you know, very important milestones in their lives and then have to let them go and not ever hear from them again, not know what happened to them. And what we found is that people don't understand the pain of that. Uh, People 
you know, if you have a child that dies or passes away, you receive from, you know, people from your church or your community, you you receive um, condolences and cards and, you know, people are reach out to you. And But when a child leaves your home from foster care, it, it, that you really don't receive any of those things. Mm. Um, there's very few people around you, maybe your closest friends that might understand what you're going through and understand that this grief process is real. We also want to focus on those people who have adopted a child and it hasn't turned out the way they had hoped, Mm. where they have opened up their heart to a child and adopted them and had the idea that they would be able to make this child's life better, be able to give to this child, and it hasn't worked out that way. For whatever reason, the child, because of their own trauma, have rebelled or have turned in a different way, and it's heartbreaking to the parents. And they themselves feel like failures, and they wonder why they have done what they did, why did God call them to this? And that's what we've been doing. We've inviting them to our house, having them over for lunch or for dinner. It's a place where there's no judgment they can bring their children if they are fostering or adopting children um, that might have some behavioral issues that mm. they're embarrassed. They don't have to worry about that coming to our house because we've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they can come with no judgment and also no judgment for the way they feel about you know, why did I even open my heart to this? Why am I even doing this? And there, a lot of people are ashamed to admit that they feel that way. And they need to know that um, not only is it normal, but God can really restore a lot of these um, relationships. Everything that we're doing is for His glorification. So we like to try to walk people through that, although we have people that aren't necessarily believers that call and, and want to come to our home and, and talk to us about what they're doing. And so it also has that part of the ministry. What a great opportunity. Can, yeah. A great opportunity to show them that there's a bigger purpose, that God does have a purpose for every single person and every child that comes through and, and for them. Yes. Yes. And, you know, when, another thing that we have done also is when people have needed us, we actually will go to them. If there's um, a family that's struggling with a child and they need support, we've met with them there. It hasn't happened often, but it's sometimes the only way that the family can get the support that they need because they can't get to us. And you'll get to see Susan and her husband, Harold. I'm not sure if Harold will take stage at Hope 22, but you're going to be sharing about your ministry and about your life with Harold and with all the kids, uh, your real life struggles and where you found hope at Hope 22 this year on Saturday, right? Yes, we really haven't put out a lot of um, information out to the public. So this is a chance to be more visible so that we can help more people. In the meantime, if you would like to reach out to Susan, you can call her at 610-653-3225. That's 610-653-3225. Susan, before we conclude our podcast, if there's one thing you want a foster or an adoptive parent to know, what would that be? I would say to know that there is hope, that um, if you are in the center of God's will, He will not leave you stranded. He will always um, complete what He started, mm-hmm. and it, and that there's support out there for you, and um, don't give up. Susan, thank you so much for what you're doing. 
Well, it's a calling for sure. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, Susan. Have a blessed day. You too, John. As always, thanks for joining us for Solid Sound Bites. My name's John Yost. I look forward to seeing you again. Until next time, be sure to check out all the resources and website links at the bottom of this podcast and Google Susan's Ministry. It's LCI. That stands for Love Cradle International. Just Google LCI Healing Hearts, and it'll take you right to the Healing Hearts Ministry. God bless. See you next time.